We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Guys, are you ready for rapid fire? I'm ready for rapid fire because this is more like betting fire. So let's get it going. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Jesse's definitely going to be ready for this. <laughs> All right. I'll just – let's do both sides of this. Your biggest concerns going into the season are blank. Your biggest confidence going into the season is blank. Double fill in the blank. You take this one, Vincenzo. All right, man. All right, so the, the concern, I, obviously, I'm, I'm trying not to be like Mr. Positive Fan all the time, <laughs> but my my biggest concern for, the, for this team, and I'll, I'll go back to something that I said earlier, my biggest concern is who is Marcus Freeman? Like, I, I don't know that. I don't know the answer to that, and that is going to trickle down to the rest of the team. No matter how talented this team is, if Marcus Freeman ends up mishandling being the head coach, then things aren't going to go well, right? They'll, they'll still win the vast majority of their games and, and, you know, just from a talent level, you know, level alone. But that's my biggest concern is I don't know who Marcus Freeman is yet. And I hope by halfway to three quarters of the way between now, you know, of the season, I'm going to have an answer to that. But that's my biggest concern because it is the absolute biggest unknown. So I guess I'm supposed to say both. My, I'm most confident. <laughs> I'm most confident in the offense. I think this offense and I, I've, I have likened the scoreboard at Notre Dame Stadium to a pinball machine. I think it's going to be like, like just, I, they're going to put up points, man. They're going to put up points this year. They're going to score lots of touchdowns. It's going to be, if you like offensive football, I think you're really going to enjoy 2023. Yeah. So I, I would say my biggest concern is kind of a little bit of what I was echoing, you know, a little bit ago. And, and that's just Notre Dame being prepared for it, for USC, for Ohio State, for Tennessee State, for Stanford, no matter who the opponent is, it's almost like the opponent should be nameless and faceless. They should just be coming into every week uh, with the expectation and playing at the same level, the same intensity, the same tenacity, you know, the same preparation, everything. And it shouldn't matter who you're playing against. Um, and, and it it's just or where you're playing at or what time of day you're playing at. You're just showing up and you're playing good football because that's what Notre Dame football should be It's just showing up being prepared and executing and not only executing, but just really just stomping on some throats along the way. Right. Like I, I, I want to see that tenacity. What's concerned me in the past is 
Notre Dame will get up and and then just kind of coast out and and really have to you know struggle or, or be challenged towards the end of games and, and really honestly give you know some fans a lot of cardiac uh, struggle um, towards the end of the line. And I want to see that. I want to see that switch. And I think that's going to be whether or not Marcus. That's going to be a trait of Marcus Freeman. Is Marcus Freeman going to allow this team that to be successful and to be dominant, right? Because like you see the Ohio States do that every year. They you see them beat you know Rutgers fifty six to to 10 or, you know, like whatever it might be. I want to see Notre Dame do that. I want to see them run it up. I want to see them physically dominate and exert themselves of being, you know, Notre Dame. And I think that's a new brand that could potentially be, you know, on the horizon um, for Notre Dame. So that would wrap up kind of where my concerns are at, what I'm most confident about. And I'm, I'm actually going to flip the script off of what Vince said. I'm actually most confident in this defense because um, I think this defense is going to be, um, is, is going to be a, a vital backbone of this team. Uh, in some of these key games, USC, um, uh, you know, Ohio State, there's going to be times where they're going to have to put their foot in the ground because just, you know, Notre Dame's offense isn't going to score every possession. They're not going to score. And especially when they're playing these these bigger teams, it's going to come down to a lot of, you know, single possession games. And I think the defense is going to be able to stand and get the ball back to the offense when it needs to kind of in critical situations. And that's just a testament to their linebacker core being very experienced. That's a testament to their secondary very being very deep and talented. And now you throw in a good offense, or, you know, a good defensive line that only helps out, you know, those levels. If you're getting pressure on the quarterback, that only helps out your linebackers and, and your secondary and, and stuff like that. So I'm actually confident that the defense is going to step up in some of these big games and really help out the offense this season. Well, I guess I'm the tiebreaker, and I'll start with with what I'm most confident in, and then I'll go back to my concern. <laughs> I like I'm very confident in Sam Hartman that this is going to be a downfield offense, but overall I I came out of fall training camp more confident in the defense than the offense. <laughs> Sorry, Vince. I, I, I completely agree. I think that this is going to be a much improved defense this season and all the thing, all this concern about Al Golden and, you know, th- there were legit concerns last year, but, as Marcus Freeman, you know, like, again, going back to, to what he learned from last year and the adjustments that they had to make, they have simplified things. And I think it's going to be a defense that is going to be able to go out there and dominate. And when you talk about, like, these wide receivers that Ohio State is going to have, for the first time in a long time, really since that, you know, Lou Holtz early 90s era, Notre Dame is going to have a secondary that can stand up and go toe to toe with some of these elite receivers that the Ohio States of the world have had. And, you know, that the USC's of the world have had like, like Notre Dame has had pretty good defenses in the past in, in, in spots in the, in these different matchups that we've seen against elite type opponents. But for the first time, I'm, I'm really confident that all three levels are going to be able to compete against those. So. If you're stressed about buying tickets or doing some last-minute ticket hunting to college football games, concerts, comedy shows, your favorite activities, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, 
baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's gametime.co. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So as upset I am that you didn't agree with me, <laughs> I will say, though, that if you're a fan of this team and you've got three of us who have been following this team pretty intently since January and what, you know, two are high on the defense, one's high on the offense. That's a great sign, folks. Like that means we're confident. And in, I'm not in, saying that I'm not confident in the offense. Right. But there are just enough questions for me coming right. out of camp to see how it is all going to fit together, I think. Oh, I get it. But I'm just saying, like both sides of the ball should be championship level. That That's what I'm I think saying. So. And, I think so. And that's the excitement about this team. Now, hopefully I'm not going to be let down, but going into the season, I, I think you I think you could draw a line right down the middle and you got people just as excited about the defense and the offense. And I think that's what is exciting about this team. Yep, completely agree. As far as my concern, it's really, I'm not going to belabor it, but it's very similar basically to what you guys are talking about. It's just, has Marcus Freeman figured out how to, how to keep the team playing at a high level, regardless of, of, of opponent for week to week. And that could be a challenge when you're talking about eight consecutive weeks, yeah. two months of football yeah. that they're going to have. How they hold up over that long stretch of time, are they going to play at a consistent level week to week and not lay massive eggs like they did last year? Because there's no way to get around it. Losing to Marshall and losing to Stanford were two massive eggs right out of the chute last week or last year. So that's... That's essentially, that's my general feeling is based on things that we've seen and heard that is going to be a thing of the past, but we've got to see it. You know, there, there's, there's always the chance that they could go out there and lay a massive egg once again. 
We obviously none of us hope that it happens, but that's right. what that's my biggest concern is are they past that? Is Marcus Freeman past that? What is success gonna look like against Navy this weekend? Uh to me, success goes, you know, and in, into three the three facets of the game defense, special teams, offense, defensively. I think you just have to uh, like we've talked about, it's going to be boring. It's assignment sound football. You just got to show up and do the same thing and, and read your keys every play and just limit blown assignments, big plays, et cetera, because that's what the Navy offense is going to thrive off of. If you get a big, you know, first or second down disruption that puts them off schedule and you're probably going to win that series. You just can't allow for uh, Navy to to find the blown assignment, or the, you know, whatever it might be and hit, hit the big fullback dive or, you know, big broken play. I think success looks like limiting blown assignments and broken plays on defense um, and on offense. What success looks like is just overall fluidity. You know, every guy kind of getting some sort of touch on the ball. Um, Sam Hartman looking, you know, in unison with, uh, you know, making audibles, whatever it might be um, and getting, you know, checking into plays um, that he knows are, are going to work. And right. And so if you want to put up a lot of points, I think that's also going to be, you know, a measurement of success on offense is putting up a, a good amount of points against a fairly, you know, weaker defense, I would say overall, especially in the passing game. Um, and then in special teams, just doing, you know, doing what you need to do to, 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 to get good field position, flipping field position at times, because, you know, Navy's offense is, is a short, is a, is a slow burner, right? They're not going to hit you on the big plays. So the, the farther you can pin them back, the, the longer, obviously it's going to take them to go all the way down the field. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of what I look like uh, in special teams is, is controlling that field battle and making Navy go the entire length of the field. I'm a lot more succinct. It's cover the spread, <laughs> hit the over. If they can cover the spread and hit the over. And, and I say that because I bet those, but I also say that because <laughs> it's not going to look pretty at all times. It's the first game of the season. Okay. And it's Navy. And so it's, it's just a weird, it's a weird game. Right. But if they can put points on the board and they can hold Navy to, you know, respectable numbers and all of those. Like, at the end of the day, if the stats are what we want them to be, if they put up a bunch of points, if they hold Navy down, I'm good. Like, I don't – I'm not going to pick this one apart. Like, this is this is kind of one where you just want to – I don't want to say escape, but you want to you wanna win the way you should win and get out of there and let's get back to the United States and, and you know, start playing some some, you know, football on American soil. Yeah, it's Navy, so they're going to get some yards. You know, it's it'll it'll take a few weeks for the for that rushing average to to to, to kind of level out a little bit. They're going to get some yards if they hold Navy to two hundred or fewer yards. I think that that is a really successful game. They ran for what two fifty, I think, last year. Limit the big plays is the big thing. Don't give up big plays. Like the fullback had a, a fifty yard run in last year's game. Limit the big plays. Get them off the field. Keep them behind the chains defensively. And then offensively, just just do your thing. You know, like, again, like Drew Pine was having a day last year in the first half. It it just looked easy money. Keep that going throughout the game. No let up in this game. Um, Notre Dame did lead 35 to 13 in the first at halftime last year. If they get up in the first half with a big lead this time, how do they approach the second half? I think you just approach it kind of a little bit of what I was just talking about. You, you keep that foot on the gas. There's no such thing as coasting. Um, and I don't think there's an excuse of, well, it's Navy. It's a physical game, et cetera. It's the first game of the year, right? Bodies are fresh. Adrenaline is high. 
no matter what. So I, I just think um, if you get up big, you, you keep the gas on the pedal at least through the third quarter, and then you start, you know, sprinkling in some of your 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 reserves and your backups into the game, and you allow them to get some development um, in towards towards the end of the game. I think that's how you ha- have to handle the situation. Foot on the gas through the third quarter, fourth quarter, you get your subs in. Yeah, and that's. I guess my point is, you know, like Marcus Freeman talked about, this could be a team that's hard to run against. They have a quarterback, Notre Dame. They can put the ball on, you know, they can put it on Sam Hartman's shoulders, basically. So if the run game's not there, I'm just going to keep throwing it. I'm not going to start pounding the ball into the Man, line I think Sam Hartman's because I've got a big that. lead. I, I would let, you know, whether that turns into – Six, seven touchdown passes for Sam Hartman. You know, okay. if that's what the game dictates. I think that's what you got to do. Because after what we saw last year, there, there's no room for let up. You've got to completely agree with what you and, guys are saying. Keep the foot on the gas. And this is a this is a prime example of, in a nutshell, like, you know, in a phone booth, we're going to see if Marcus Freeman has learned from last year. Yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. There's no more Michael Mayer. Who's going to be the Irish leading receiver against the midshipmen? Chris Tyree, number four. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm going to go – I think there's going to be several big plays downfield, so I'm going to go with uh, uh, Tobias Merriweather. I think he's going to get some of those long balls. You're going to see a couple of them, you know, 30, 40-yard type plays down the field. So I think those will rack up. I think Chris Tyree will lead in receptions. Um, but in terms of yardage, I think that Tobias will kind of rack up more yardage just because of his his shots are, are a little bit more downfield. All right, I'll I'll distribute it all over. I'm going to go Jaden Thomas. We've each got. <laughs> I like I like Jaden. Th- I just I, I just I think there's something to say about the experience a little bit in a first game. Yeah, I like the experience, and I'm I'm still. Notre Dame is going to have mismatches all over the secondary and, and how these guys deal, you know, the one thing Navy's going to have going for them is at least they're going to play physical and try to try to keep up, you know, stay close with Notre Dame's receivers. Will they run past them? I, I like Jaden Thomas and just that physicality that he has and his ability to go get the football. So that's why I like him in this game. Over under six and a half combined punts between the Irish and midshipmen in this game. I'm taking the under. I I just I I think that uh, Navy's going to punt a few times. I think maybe Notre Dame punts twice, uh, but I don't think, especially with the new clock rules and everything, I just don't think they get to seven. Yeah, I also take the under on this one. I think Notre Dame's around two to three punts, and then you also have to factor in Navy gets. Uh... They get in, you know, they'll, they'll get into desperation mode. They'll start going for it on fourth downs. I think you'll see some turnover on downs here and there. Um, and then also, you know, Notre Dame's good about causing turnovers in these types of games, especially when there's so many different phases of, you know, the triple option of putting the ball in the belly of the fullback, the quarterback pulling that out. And then, the you know, obviously the, the pitch between, you know, the potential pitch man or, or the quarterback taking it himself. I just think you're going to see some turnovers sprinkled in there that might take away from the punts as well. There were nine combined punts in last year's game. That is almost a record for Notre Dame and Navy. You know, there have been games where like neither team punted, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, if, if you got one. I'm going to go under as well. I think this game is going to look a lot different than last year's game. It's interesting you brought up that clock rule, Vince. We we hadn't really brought it up yet, but uh, 
I'm wondering, okay, the game kicks off at 2.30 Eastern time. Is it going to be done by 5 o'clock? Will it be done by 5.30? Like, <laughs> with that with that option offense, and they're not going to stop the ball on first downs now when Navy – like, Navy could have the ball for an entire quarter the way oh, yeah. I know. If they, That's if they what I was thinking a little about, bit of a too. Rhythm, you know? Yeah, they, they could, but I don't think their offense is good enough to do that yet. Yeah. That's – it's going to be a – Something to watch out. That's a good point, too, because it's like you got to – this is Navy is also first game figuring out new quarterbacks, new yeah. offensive coordinator. But, like, like – they, they themselves have some wrinkles that they need to figure out. If you're know. Notre Dame and, and you've got a big lead at halftime, even if Navy comes out and, like, chews up most of the third quarter, say they you're have the like, ball, straight, like, like, you take that. It's like, okay, shorten the game for us. Help us out a little bit. You're feeling a little bit different, though, if, if it's a – tight game and you yeah. know like your offense is standing on the sideline and all that kind of stuff it's going to be interesting to see how things play out over under 34 and a half touchdown passes for sam hartman this season Oof, so that's 35 so what that's 12 basically three a game this is where i struggled i you know in the note here it says 26 and a half is where his over under line is for vegas i smashed that over first and foremost um 30, 35, ah, I'm going to have to say under on this one. And it's just because, you know, I think he had like 38 and 40 in his years at Wake Forest. Those are right around there. I just don't think the volume's going to be there. And I think Audrick Estime is going to take a little bit of those touchdowns in some games. So I think he gets close to it. It's a very good number, but I, I think he, he's somewhere around like 34. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to speed up our answers here. We're coming into the home stretch. We've got about <laughs> Vince has got to get going here pretty soon so go ahead Vince you're over under 34 and a half I I, I want to say over I want to say over so <laughs> badly I can see the over I can taste the over but I'm gonna say under because of the run game I just think that there's gonna be they're gonna pound it man and they're gonna pound guys late in the game and I just think they're gonna take the ball out of Sam Hartman's hands because they don't they won't need it they won't need them to so I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's over but I'm gonna say under Come on, Ian Book had 34 touchdown passes in a season a few years ago. You're not wrong. Like, I keep, Say it. I keep, I keep coming, but I'm going over. It's yeah. three <laughs> touchdown passes a game. I'm going over, baby. Yes. <laughs> and I definitely that 26 and a half. That's oh. that's child's play. There's no way he doesn't beat that. I can't wait to. I put that. I put 300 on it. I'm just going to say it right now. Woo. <laughs> Man, that's not teacher money right there, buddy. No, that is not. <laughs> oh. That is not. Holy moly. Over under 49 and a half total points in this game. Over. I, I took yeah. the I think the I took the over at like 50 and a half, I think. And so I I think a lot of points are going to be scored here. I'm not giving away my prediction yet, but I'm taking the over. Yeah, I grabbed the over or the over at 48 and a half at my kind of big parlay ticket. I definitely think it's hit. Um, and I think Notre Dame's obviously a large reason for that. I think Notre Dame could, yep. could I think Notre Dame's gonna get into the forties on their own, to be honest with you. I am going over as well, and I, I won't quite give away my prediction just yet, but uh, I'm going over on that as well. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, now some some player game props that uh, popped up on FanDuel yesterday. Over under 32 and a half receiving yards for Chris Tyree. Way over. Way he over. might get that on one pass play. I think he does that in the first quarter. Yeah. I mean, I, I, think, I think it's an easy over, but at the same time, we haven't seen him play a game as a wide receiver I know, before. But you know? <laughs> one crossing route where there's a Navy guy trying to catch up to him. Yeah. That's 30 yards right there. I'm hesitantly going over again, but I, I, I agree. That's you're exactly right. Especially if Navy does play man to man out there. All it's <laughs> gonna take is 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 one connection with one. Chris Tyree. Just one. 21 and a half yards for Mitchell Evans over. I stayed away from the tight ends, didn't bet on any of them. Um, I just I think it's more of a wide receiver game and I think there's still kind of questions about who's that kind of receiving tight end for Notre Dame. So I'm going to go with the under on this one, actually. I don't think the tight ends play a big part of this game. Yeah, I, I agree. I would have stayed away from the tight ends as well. I don't think yep. they're going to go to the tight ends at all. Yep, did not. I, I would not touch those either. I'm going under on Mitchell Evans in any tight end. Over under 48 and a half for Jaden Thomas. Oh, I took the over on this one um, as well. I, I just... I, and not to give away, you know, the next one, but I just think all the wide receivers are going to get a little bit of uh, a little. I, I just the ball is going to be everyone's going to get a little bit of the the candy this this game. And I think all the wide receivers. I think you could see all three wide receivers over fifty yards. To be honest with you, so I like the over in this one too. Um, it, it, there's just going to be so much distribution of the ball, and I really think their name is going to allow Sam Hartman to cut it loose for three quarters. I mean, if, if Navy has been watching any of the national media, they don't think Sam Hartman can play quarterback either. So I think they're going to load the box. They're going to try to make they're going to they're going to try to force Sam Hartman to beat him to their peril. And I think do you think they really will, down. though? Do you think that they're that dumb? Like, I don't like think they can match up with the receivers. So I, I think they're, they're, the they're going to stack the run game. They're, they're going to they're going to stop what they think they can stop. Like if yeah. they try to stop that, the pass, that makes sense. You know what I mean? And that's why. With, with Sam Hartman and these big, fast receivers all over the field, uh, you know, I agree with like what you were saying earlier. It's going to look like a video game. Yeah, their potential. Yep, I'm taking. But I'm over going over both, as well. Both Thomas and Merriweather. I'm taking the over. Merriweather's is 41 and a half, and if he gets over 41 and a half, he's got more yards than he had all of last season on his one catch. But I'm going over as well. I don't know how you don't go over. Right. Yep. Two and a half touchdown passes for Sam Hartman. Um, this is I'm gonna say this right now. This is my favorite prop of the game. This is this prop is so juiced, it's like plus 160 for Sam Hartman to go over two and a half touchdowns. Really? And Drew Pine had four in the first half last how? year. Just let that sink in. Again, right? How? And so I got a I got a profit boost on FanDuel and I boosted this bad boy all the way up to three plus three twenty. And that's how confident I feel about it. But this is how much this is the, this, did you put on that one? So, so how much do you stand to win if it happens? <laughs> 
Uh, so it was like $25 on plus 320, which is like 105 profit at the end of the day. That's easy money to me. Sam Hartman's <laughs> going to maybe throw that in the first quarter. Like, I, know. I don't know how else to say it. They're going to let him cut loose. Drew Pine game. had four touchdown passes in the first quarter last year. How are they going to put Sam Hartman at two and a half for the game? I just. That's what I'm telling you. It is that prop is juiced, juiced, juiced. If there's. One thing I can't emphasize enough, that is the single best one of this game. I just There's just no way he doesn't get three touchdowns. There's no way. And if he doesn't, I'll come on here on Monday and eat crow. Man. Vince, I, I guess uh, we're, all, oh. we're all definitely over. Right? <laughs> yes. We're all, I'm over on any any offensive number that they've given, I'm over. Like, that's where I'm at. Like, I, I just think this offense is, is – They're just going to light it up. So here yes. – Here's my here's my same game parlay. See what you guys think about this. <laughs> I've got Hartman over two and a half touchdown passes. Okay. I've got Estime as an anytime touchdown score. Okay. I've got Thomas 40 plus receiving yards. Yep. I've got Hartman over 225 yards. Yep. yep. And I've got the game over 44 and a half. Yeah. I like that. Very similar to mine. I took Hartman over on the two and a half. I took Hartman 250 passing yards. And then all of the Chris Tyree, Jaden Thomas, Tobias Merriweather over on the yards. I took those. I took the Notre Dame money line because why not? And then <laughs> I took the the over on 48 and a half. And yeah, I mean, the only thing I'm concerned about is the estimate touchdown just because, you know, it's like you don't know what's going to happen. And especially if Hartman has the all these touchdowns. Yeah, but it, that's what I feel like. You know, there'll, there'll be a big pass play that gets him down to the five and he, and he busts it in or something like that. So we're pretty confident Hartman over 232 and a half yards. What about estimate a run over mm. under 90 and a half rushing yards? I stayed away from this one. I just, I think it's too unknown for me and especially, and I'm banking on Sam Hartman having a really good passing day. And I, I just, if they, if the offense is clicking passing the ball, I just don't see them downshifting into the run game until very late. Um, and so I just, Audrey Gessamy will get his touches. I just don't, I can't, I don't think it's going to be one of those huge games for him, quite honestly, because yeah. I think Sam Hartman's going to cut loose. So stayed away from it. Um, I, let's it's a let's good let Bruce chime in here real quick because he's got to get going here pretty quick. I don't think I would bet it, but I'm taking the over because That's I right. think I think he'll hit it in the fourth quarter. I think I think they'll 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 start pounding away. I don't I don't like I I'm I'm like I stayed away from the rushing props just because of you know what we were talking about a second ago. If they're going to load up and take away the run game, what's that going? To look like that's right. I don't. I well, and don't they know. struggled last year against the uh, right. running the ball. Notre Dame only ran for sixty-six yards last year, so that kind of turned me off a little yep. bit as well. But last question: USC is favored by thirty and a half against San Jose State. What do you like there? Go ahead, Vince. I took it. I actually took this bet uh, along with some other parlays with other other games. <laughs> I took it. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna run up the score. I took it. Jess. Um. I do think they're going to run up the score, so I I, I do like the yeah, – but it's such a large number, and especially an opening game. I still think they're going to score a lot, but that's just too big of a number for me. So I, I think actually San Jose – I'm going to go with San Jose State like a backdoor cover, maybe get a touchdown with like two minutes left or something like that. San just, Jose State actually had a decent defense last year. They were number two in the nation, I think it was, in sacks last year, and they've got a decent returning – quarterback i don't know that they're necessarily going to completely keep up i'm not confident enough in usc's defense to say that they're you know going to just completely shut down san jose state so i would uh 
I would I would put this on San Jose State actually to to keep it close enough to stay within 30 and a half. I hope it happens for you, Vince, though, because your money's on it. <laughs> I won't be sad if not. Thank you. Guys, enjoyed it. It was good to uh, to all three of us be back. Our first pregame show of the season. Vince has got a big uh, high school game that hey, he's got to get going to. That Mark's right on time, done. baby. We'll be playing it tonight. That's right. As well. Vinny strong safety. will be out there. That's right. But he's all right, guys. He's not starting to kicker. That would be my kid. So he better not mess up tonight. All right. No game That's winners. Good. No game winners. We would say good <laughs> luck, but, you know. All right. Everybody have fun. Enjoy the weekend. Football is here. We will talk to you, of course, Monday on Ivy Nation. Well, you- post-game show as well. Post-game show, baby. Post-game Stay show tuned. later tonight. Otherwise, I'll talk to you Monday on Ivy Nation Sports Talk. <laughs>